Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about the importance of holding on to the vision. You know, I believe that we're in a season right now where there are a lot of things that are happening that we didn't expect to happen. And you might be in the middle of just a season of transition, a season of tension, and a lot of trials and things that you have to go through. But I want to encourage you that in those moments, the most important thing that we need to do is to hold on to the vision, the promises that God has given us. And God is so faithful because even when I look back to my life, usually before I see God's promise come to pass, there are a series of trials that I have to go through, hardships, trials, setbacks. But God is always so faithful to give me a vision, right? Before, like a vision of the promise, before having to go through those trials and those hardships. Like I even think back to my testimony with my marriage, my wedding, you know, and how God just brought such restoration between me and my parents. And he had given me a dream, you know, a promise for me to hold on to. And after that dream, things just got worse. But, you know, God came through. And so I want to just encourage you all with this message today to hold on to the vision. And, you know, even currently in my season right now with Michael, there are promises and dreams and visions, like legit visions that God has given to us. And we are currently in a season where like, we don't see those promises coming to happen. There are trials, there are setbacks, there are things that we have to still persevere. But God is so faithful and that he's still given us the vision, the promise. And it's our choice now to hold on to that, to move forward and believe in faith that those promises are going to come to pass. I wanted to read to you all um, just from the book of Habakkuk. During Habakkuk's time, the Israelites were in captivity with the Babylonians. They were going through so much unjust and hardships. And so Habakkuk, who was a prophet, he cried out to God. You know, he was telling God, like, God, you know, why are these things happening? When will you come to save your people? And I love what the Lord says to Habakkuk. In Habakkuk 2 verse 3, God says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And what I love about that verse is God is just reminding Habakkuk that the visions and promises that God gives us are for an appointed time. And though in our minds, it may seem like a delay, right? In God's time, there is no delay. His promises will come to pass in the perfect time. We live in such a generation where things, we just want things to happen right away, very quick. And sometimes it can be very easy, and I've fallen prone to this as well, where God will give me a a promise or a vision, and immediately I'll think like, oh, it's gonna happen next year, or it's gonna happen this year. But sometimes the things that God gives us are meant for years later, but he gives us the vision now so that we would have the faith to persevere through our hardships, knowing that the promises will come to pass. Like what God says here, knowing that the vision will surely come. You know, in my previous podcast, I've been sharing with you all a lot and the fact that even Joseph and David, for example, like David, like the prophet Samuel had came to David and prophesied over him that he would be king. 
Yet even after God's promises for him, David had to go through years, right? Years of being persecuted by King Saul, living in a cave, running away, like not living in the promised land. Or even Joseph, God gave him a dream that God would rise him up, you know, above all, and that many would look up to him. Yet instead he was sold as a slave and lived as a slave for years, at least 20 years. And so like we see many times that there are certain promises that God gives us, but we can be very, you know, we can easily give in to discouragement or start thinking like, oh, maybe that wasn't a promise from God. Well, I want to encourage you today, right now, that whatever promise God has given to you, hold on to the vision. Just because you don't see it come to pass doesn't mean that it won't, right? Like there is an appointed time for it. And God gave you that vision so that you would have the faith to persevere, right? Through your trials, through your hardships, and that you would persevere and continue to abide in Him. Because we can choose to go through our hardships and run away from God or abide in Him. But it's when we abide in Him that we actually become mature, that we get rooted in the Lord, that we get strengthened, and that we get revelations to help other people in their future hardships. And that as we continue to abide in God, trusting Him, that in the right time, He will walk us in into our promised land. Like guys, it just takes a day for God to bring His promise to pass. It took a day for David to be living out there in the wilderness to becoming king. Right, it took Joseph from li- living, you know, as a slave to be literally like right under Pharaoh, living in the palace. And so, guys, like understand that it's God's job to take you where you need to be, but it's your job to trust Him and to be obedient to God. James one two to four says, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance." Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, not lacking anything. So here what God is saying is that without perseverance, we will not be complete, right? And so the only way for you to have and grow perseverance is when you go through hardships. Like I said, there's no way that you can have perseverance without going through such seasons. In fact, here James says, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. And so instead of dreading the trials and the testings that you have, Take joy in it and think of it like this is an opportunity for me to see God in a new way. This is an opportunity for me to see God move in a way that I've never seen Him before. This is an opportunity for me to have a testimony of how God came through. And most importantly, your faith will grow in this because you will see God come through. Like guys, I still remember when I was in my single season, it was so hard. That was like one of the seasons where like I definitely felt like I was in a wilderness. And I felt like in those seasons, I needed God's word. I needed his word and his word became like legit food for me. Like if I didn't have God's word, I don't even know how I'll go through the day. During that season, I would put sticky notes of God's words, his promises that he spoke to me to encourage me to keep going on. Cause during that season, I was tempted to go back to my ex, to just settle for any guy, right? But whatever hardship season that you're in, hold on to God's promises and know that he knows the very desires in your heart. Right, Psalm 37, God says, delight in me, delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so we have to continue to just allow the testing of our faith, right? Because in in the midst of trials, you know, we now have the opportunity to actually walk in faith. And I love what Joyce Meyer says. She says that it's in the hardships that we actually get to literally see if we're just speaking faith or we actually have faith. Because it's easy to say, trust God. But in the midst of testing, that's when we really get to live out and show that we actually have faith, that we actually are trusting God. And the reality is, guys, is that unless we persevere and pass the test, 
It's only then that we can see God's promises come to pass. So I would encourage you to hold on to the vision. Allow the vision to, to be what strengthens you, right? Scripture even says those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will fly. They will soar on, on wings like eagles. They will walk and not be faint, right? Hoping in the Lord means hoping in the promises that he's given to you. So don't give up. When you're losing hope, go back to your notes. Look at what the Lord has spoken, the visions that he has given you, or even through people, or simply through his word where he gave you revelation of what was to come. Another verse that I wanted to share with you all is still in Habakkuk. It's in Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. Going back to what I was mentioning earlier in the story, God tells Habakkuk that he will bring justice. But during that time, even after God gave him that promise and that vision, it didn't happen right away. But I love what Habakkuk says here in Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. He says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I love what Habakkuk is saying. What he's basically saying there is, guys, that though the fig tree may not blossom, though my circumstances may not be great, yet I will still rejoice in the Lord, right? So we have to remember, even though the promises may not be like, you know, to pass, we still have to understand that our joy is in the Lord, that he's still good, guys. We need to look to God for our source of joy and our source of strength, right? Because it's, it's when we know that we, we are experiencing joy, that we know that God is in our joy then. That means our circumstances are a joy. But God wants our joy to be in Him. And so let us have that attitude like Habakkuk, right? That even though our circumstances may still not be abounding, right? That we can still rejoice and have joy in God because He's good. And we know that anyways, that the promises will come to pass, right? That's the hope that we have, but we can still draw strength and joy from God. And so understand that though the vision may tarry, it will come to pass. And I believe for many of you, that is what God is wanting to remind you all, that though the vision tarries, it will come to pass. And right, and God had promised that he would, you know, free the Israelites from Babylonian captivity. And it didn't take at least 40 years for that to come to pass, right, in Habakkuk's time. And so take heart that the visions that God gives you, just trust that he's gonna bring it, right? The more that we try to rush God or worry how it's gonna happen, that's the more that we stress. But just allow the testings of your faith to really per produce perseverance, right? Perseverance comes from us being rooted in Christ, knowing that he's good even when we don't see things that are good, knowing and reminding ourselves of the character of God, that he's faithful despite what we see, right? David, I can't imagine him literally being persecuted by King Saul. He and there were days where he would be discouraged, but he would remind himself that God is good. Right, He would remind himself who God is. And so we have to remind ourselves in these moments that God is faithful. He's a loving father. I love Psalm 23. Psalm 23, 5 to 6, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Like right there, that verse 6, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Like guys, this even means in the midst of hardships, even in the midst of enemies trying to pursue you. Like know that his goodness will still follow you. And I love Psalm 23 and I talked about this too previously, but in Psalm 23, it says that even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, 
You are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. So know that God may still lead you to those dark valleys, but even those dark valleys, know that he is with you, that you will still experience his goodness and his mercy. Like Joseph was still lifted up and he was given responsibilities, right? Even though he was in the midst of in prison or in Potiphar's home as a slave, like he still was lifted up. He still saw the favor of the Lord upon him. He was in charge of all of the of all of Potiphar's household. So understand that even though we may not be in the promised land per se, we can still experience God's mercy. Like the Israelites, even when they're in the wilderness, God still provided manna. And so let us be like Paul who said that he was able to be content whether he was abased or abound. Because the Lord is so good, guys. And like, let us continue to fix our eyes on him, to be in his presence, to not be so distracted about the things that are going on. Because God is good. But what God cares about right now is solidifying who you are in Christ. Right? God wants you to know that God is good and who he is, his character, because it's, it's easy when things are good for us to say God is good. But we have to continue to believe that he's good even in the midst of hardships. And so I hope that this encourages you all and I want to pray for you all. So God, I just thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in, God. God, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen them, God, and that you would remind them in this season that you are good. God, whatever lie that the enemy has been trying to put on their minds that you're not faithful, that you don't love them. I pray, God, right now, Lord, that you, your truth would set them free from those lies. God, that you would show them and remind them the little things that you do, even in our day-to-day life, that show us that you care about us, God. Lord, you say in your word that you have many thoughts, the thoughts that you have towards us, they outnumber the grains of sand. You actually care about us, Lord, and you're just working for our good. You're, you're wanting to mature us and complete us, God, so that when you release us, God, that we would look like you, God, completely like you. So God, I just pray, Lord, that you would give us eyes to see in the future, Lord, and that, God, we would be able to take heart, Lord, and know that you're good, and that we wouldn't run away from our trials. I feel like many of you may be in a place where you're just tempted to give up and tempted to to not live for Jesus or to disobey him, but I want to encourage you to continue to live faithfully because it's the faithful that will see the promises of God come to pass. Hebrews 11, every single person, those who are faithful were able to see God's promises. Some of them were only able to see a glimpse of it, yet they were able to see that glimpse of his faithfulness. And I pray that you would see the true promises of God come to pass. Many times we can easily give in and, and just take our situations to our hands and, and be God, but God is saying surrender, surrender it all. Even if you feel like you have the opportunity to like end your trials, don't end them. Trust God with his timing. I feel like the Lord is saying, like, you know, we just have to persevere yet again. But when we persevere, the true promises of God will come to pass. So God, I thank you, Lord, that we can rest in the reality that you're good, God. And I pray, Lord, for strength and joy to just fill up the people who are listening, God, that your joy would just overwhelm them, God. Fill them with your joy, God, in the today, Lord, even in the trials, God, that you would just overflow them, God with joys, God, that others, when they see them, they can't help but question, how are you in joy? But you can clearly say, because God is with you and you don't have to worry. Like the, what Proverbs 31 says, that um, the woman who fears the Lord, she laughs with no fear of the future. God, I pray, Lord, that we would be like that, we would be able to live with joy and not have to fear, God, because fear is not our portion, God. But you tell us, Lord, that your perfect love, it casts out fear. God, you love us. You have perfect plans for us, God. So let us rest in that. I thank you, God. In your name I pray, amen. 
So I pray that you've been encouraged by this. And like I said, you know, earlier, just remember that his goodness will follow you all the days of your life. So trust that his promises will come to pass. And so if you haven't already, follow Living Revelations on Instagram so you don't have to wait each week for our YouTube or our podcast, um, but you can get daily encouragement there. And also, if you haven't blessed by this, um, consider giving to our ministry, right? And, you know, praying for us and sowing into this to continue on what God is doing. Um, and I believe that God will also bless the money that you give and that he will multiply that. So I hope that you have been blessed by this. Don't forget to share this as well, that your friends or family, because you never know who may be blessed by this. And I'm praying for you all that you would have a blessed week and that you continue to remember that God is good and that he's with you. Continue to hold on to the vision and know that his promises will come to pass. So I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.